1: It's Mike
2: Check, it's Mike Check, the podcast by Mike Myers And we're clear. Welcome back to Mike Check, the only podcast in known existence that dares to go through the entire filmography of funny man Mike Myers, just to check if it's still shagadelic Baby and baby, we are here today for
1: one of the most shagadelic occasions mm. in the history of Mike Myers. Mm. Shagadelic occasion number one. It is the 69th freaking episode of. Mic check.
2: Whoa, hang on a second. You're telling us this is number sixty nine.
1: Sixty nine. We we knew that this was the number that was coming up next. We held off. We edged ourselves into the last second until we had to absolutely release an emergency episode, and it is for a worthy shagadelic occasion.
2: Before we get into the uh, what the emergency broadcast is all about. Let's talk a little bit about this 69 number. Now, mm-hmm. it's funny because it's actually uh it's a number chronologically yep. that we have reached, but also there is a a sexual position that shares a name. Yes, it's that's why it's so funny. Yeah. That's what makes
1: it funny and notable. <laughs> Is that it? Resembles the idea that it evokes this feeling, this idea of two, you know, sperms interlinked. Oh no, 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 no. Each that's not. That's not what. That's not. Isn't what that it what it is? is. No, 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 you, no, no. It's it's two basic... fellas shoot two sperms out onto a table and they
2: watch and them. they fight it out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mendingo stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like that. Sixty nine is so named because when you see those two numbers side by side, it almost looks as if two human beings. Naked as the day as they were born. Okay, are laying side by side, uh, tipped to uh, head to toe. You know, Ying and and yin and yang, yin and yang, style. or a Yeah, and and, they, uh, and one is sexually pleasuring the other with yep. their mouth, and vice versa. Yes, and they call it a sixty-nine sex. So it's very, <laughs> cool. So it's very cool um, that we've reached that number because it sounds similar to sixty-nine sex. Now. It's perfect for this occasion as well, because yeah.
1: right now we're two fellas that uh, that pray at the Church of Mike. Yeah. It's been a while since we've been to church. It's been a while. Been a few minutes between drinks. And today we're sharing the drink together. Mm. And what a perfect occasion because news has come out uh, that would mutually please us. And 69 is known as a mutual pleasing sexual encounter. And so right now we're two fellas, I guess, engaged in a metaphorical 69. We're both mutually
2: pleased and we're pleasing each other by both being pleased. And who are each other? People might not even remember us anymore well I'll, I'll introduce you. How about yep. that? You are a wonderful comedian, yeah, but more than that yes. <laughs> a hell of a guy really yeah I'd put you in the top five guys okay that I've met so if Maron were to ask you who are your five guys? Yeah, if Maren were to sit me down and go, "Who are your five guys?" I'd go, well, obviously I'm going to say my dad, yeah, you know what I mean funny fucker funny <laughs> fucker <laughs> absolutely he is he's a up. He's the guy. Absolutely piss funny. Yeah, he piss funny. He uh, pisses funny. <laughs> <laughs> he pisses funny. He shits drama. <laughs>
0: <laughs> shit, shit, shit. <laughs>
2: And then I'd say three other guys, and I'd say you. Wow, so I'd be in the top five. Yeah, you are the, the top, top five. five. But it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't it's matter still to top it's too, five. It's still an honor. And your name is Alexi Toliopoulos.
1: And I am proud to bear that name, especially as someone who is fortunate enough to have one of the greatest friends in the world. Who's that? This is a guy that I would describe as a genuine person mm-hmm. and a genuinely funny individual. <laughs> A man who is skyrocketing his way through the Australian comedy scene with hopes of building up into the world comedy scene as well and breaking through, not unlike a young Michael Myers, famous serial killer from the Halloween movie (laughs) franchise. I'm of course talking to my dear friend that I'm facing right now, Mr. Cameron James. It's a
2: pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And it's exciting to be mutually pleasuring each other today.
1: It, honestly, I we haven't done this in so long. We've talked about when are we going to do another mic
2: check, but today is the day. Today's the day. It's very spur of the moment. Obviously, we received some good news. And look, we've had some reason to... To stay away from these waters, yeah. this uh, this Mike territory, it's been a while. The Mike Czech Republic has fallen into disarray. Yes, we've had great hopes. We've had lots of catastrophes as well in the Mike Czech Republic. Because let's look back, really, on, on our main goals when we started Mike Czech. Mm-hmm. We, we wanted to find out, is Mike Myers horny? Yes. We concluded, probably he probably. is. Probably. Most likely, the
1: guy's horny, and he would be... The lighting of the moment that the podcast dedicated to him has reached its 69th episode. Yeah,
2: We also wanted to figure out why he had been so absent from our screens mm-hmm. and could we entice him back? Mm-hmm. We also wanted to interview him. Yes, that one has not happened. Yet. They were the four things that we needed to accomplish. And uh, once we accomplished all of them, we could finally put Mike check yep. to bed.
1: Well, oh, there was one other thing. I just remembered in our first episode mm. that I wanted Bill Shorten to become the Prime Minister of Australia. Well. And um, it's more than likely than ever. All of these years later, <laughs> it's very, closer. We're
2: very close to that now. Um, <laughs> and so also,
1: the pro- current Prime Minister of Australia, Scott Morrison, did a Borat impression in Parliament. Yeah. So, so, Scotty, fuck you, brother. And Bill <laughs> Shorten, if you are listening, you are welcome to
2: come on to. Mike, Mike check. check. If you can do a Doctor Evil impression, <laughs> and, that would be fantastic. And rebut it. Yeah, that would be a great rebuttal. So we did get Mike back to our screens. Mm-hmm. We got him back in a big way, but you know, it was like a monkey paw situation. Yes. We it was cursed. It was a cursed wish that we put out there. We
1: did get him back. In and in many ways, they were exciting moments. But mm. it was that monkey paw; its fingers closing back up. We did have to watch two full seasons of the Gong Show. We did have to do it, but we didn't. We only watched one. We only <laughs> watched one. We, we were we had to have watched two, but we yeah. only watched one. And that you know that was something that was exciting because it was Mike debuting a new character, mm-hmm. which is something that we absolutely it brings a tear to my eye to have that idea that yeah. Mike was bringing a new character into well. He birthed a new character. Mm. And um, and we
2: were there on the operating table. Yeah. We were cutting the umbilical cord. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was
1: giving him a freaking cesarean. Yeah. Mike is just a guy who sheds his skin. If you cut the C-section
2: and pull the whole skin off, <laughs> new character underneath. New character underneath. So that was exciting. But then uh, it, was, it wasn't... Exactly what we wanted to see from Mike Myers. It wasn't the right
1: format for Mike Myers. It wasn't the right format. Uh,
2: Then he got a couple of big film roles. Yes. And guess what? We've seen neither neither
1: of them. Neither of us has seen neither of them. He did Terminal, which stars Margot Robbie and looks like a weird hitman movie. I bought it on Blu-ray, but I have not watched it. Yeah. I've been saving it to watch with you. The moment has not arisen.
2: And then he appeared in... Oscar-winning mm-hmm. film Bow Rap, yeah, Bow Rap. The ad- misadventures of Freddie Mercury. Yes, in cultural learning of make great Queen music. Yes,
1: it, the reviews came in, and a lot of people said not very nice uh, for the movie <laughs> Bow Rap. People do not like it. They, are, but some people love it. But it, we, we, a lot of people asked us to review it.
2: Well, it, we got a lot of uh, a lot of hate. How come we hadn't done a terminal app? Yep. How come we hadn't done a Bo Rap app? And neither of us really ever discussed it, not publicly at least. The mic check no. was public. We had a little, maybe a little few meetings here and there. Yes,
1: in our personal circles, we had yep. talked about it. It was an open secret for us that the reason we hadn't reviewed Bo Rap is directed by Brian Singer, mm-hmm. famously infamous. Yeah, he's famously infamous, mm-hmm. and we you look him up. It's not us for us to dwell on, but no. he's a guy that we don't like his films. And we can't stand the fella as a man. Not a, good, not a good fella. He's not a good egg, I would say. He's a
2: bad apple. Bad apple, bad egg. He's a bad little piglet. It's fu- It's just fucked that they even gave him It a
1: is insane. And any, then they tri-
2: anything. And
1: that then the, it w- I was appalled that the movie got nominated for so many Oscars. Yep. Even though I have not seen it, I don't
2: dare see it. I don't want to put myself through it. No. I we- won't even watch it on a plane. Exactly. The only way I'll watch it on a plane is if... They uh, the captain comes on over the speaker and he says, "Ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, birds have flown into both the engines yep. and we are plummeting to our death right now." <laughs> I go, "Well, I better
1: put on bow wrap." Yeah, put on the la- the five minutes that Mike's probably. If I'm already
2: in. going to hell, I may as well go there in a blaze of glory. Exactly. Yeah, so we the ab- last
1: mic minute that I can afford. <laughs> we
2: have- we avoided it. Uh, and I don't know if we have any plans to do either of those really so I, I guess think we, we should do, do terminal. We should
1: do terminal at least, and maybe we'll find the five minutes that Mike's in for
2: yeah. bow rap. That's pretty good if we just do the five minutes of bow rap that Mike is in. Yeah. We don't know any context. Exactly. We don't watch the rest of the movie. We see the the story from his eyes. Yeah, <laughs> and that's our experiment just to see it through yeah. his, his eyes. But we're not there yet, ladies and gentlemen. We are here for. Another reason entirely. A reason that spontaneously led us to record an episode today. Yeah. We woke up this morning. Well we
1: technically we didn't wake up this we morning. We woke up this afternoon. <laughs> yes. Both of us we were out partying last night at the Melbourne International Comedy yep. Festival. Woke up to I an unbelievable amount of messages, yep. unbelievable amount of tags.
2: My phone I, was uh was blowing up yes. as to use the parlance and uh Notifications, yep. messages, yep. DMs.
1: I was worried that a relative had passed away.
2: I thought was my, first, my first. I thought it has Princess Diana come back to life? <laughs> and people know your relationship to Princess yeah. Di? Yeah, Lady Di, England's Rose, <laughs> Lady Di, Lady Di. I
0: love that
1: chick. Yeah, she is a firecracker and uh, a live wire. E- well. <laughs> Perhaps not that is the correct way to call it. <laughs> but it was not that. No. Which brings us to a segment that we like to call Breaking Myers News!
2: Okay. <coughs> I, uh, okay. Shit. I must have misread that in your message. Yeah. Shit. What okay. are you talking about? I didn't prepare for Breaking Myers News. I I got your message. I I must have misread it. I can see what I've done. What do you mean? I I sent you a three-word message, Breaking Myers News. Yes, and I've prepared for something that... You're gonna laugh, honestly. You're gonna laugh. Test me on that,
1: my dear. I may have praised your comedy skills earlier, <laughs> but you are testing my wits end right
2: now. I prepared for Brecken Meyer news. <laughs> Brecken Meyer, the star of uh, Clueless yep. and Rat Race, and creator of Robots Chicken, I think he's involved with, and also he's in Fifty Four. Of course, of course Hmm. he
1: stars with Mike Myers in fifty four.
2: So I I did Google I have a Google alert for Brecken Meyer, so I've prepared for that. I can give you that if you like. I don't like, but I will accept. Okay. Clueless stars Alicia Silverstone, Paul Rudd, Donald Faison, and Breckenmeyer. Meyer he got the credits. credit. Yep. That is huge for a guy like Brecken to finally get the AND credit in a press release. <laughs> Send fans wild as okay. they reunite at Comic-Con in Chicago 24 years after Smash Hit movie was released. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is from March. We are in the 24th anniversary of Clueless. Wow. They're and so what exciting. a celebration! Yeah,
1: <laughs> twenty-four beautiful years since Clueless reared its head.
2: And uh, this is there's some great photos here. Any quotes from, the, from Brecken? They focus on him at absolutely. all? Absolutely. You better believe it's okay. mainly about Paul Rudd. Yeah. Of course. Most of this article is um, Paul, Paul Rudd, Rudd, Rudd looks Rudd. fantastic. Paul Rudd is ageless. 50 or MMs photos of Alicia to... Silverstone, who also looks fantastic. Yes. She's wearing a double denim number with the sleeves rolled up. What number? Um, 69. Ooh, yay. <laughs> um, but then there's, there's a little bit at the end here. I had a little scroll. There's a photo of all of those five famous people that I just mentioned earlier. Um, talking about Clueless and, and Myers on there. He looks great. He's wearing a chino. He's wearing a, a chino. A, one leg. A cream <laughs> chino. <laughs> okay. And a black long sleeve, um, shirt with the sleeves rolled up in a look that I could only describe as Cameron James-esque. Let me have a pop. Yeah, that's very Cammy James. Yep. Very Cammy, you are wearing that outfit. I am wearing you know, that as exact we speak, outfit right now. And uh, anyway, so here is here is a little quote from. He's even a close up. Yeah, they've said uh, you know the moderator asked them what they were like when they were sixteen years old and and what they're like today. Okay, so they've all given some nice, fun answers there. So Brecken, this is actually breaking Breckenmeyer is Brecken Meyer news. This is breaking um, Brecken Meyer news. Brecken Meyer joked that he at the age of sixteen was a stupid, greasy jackalope. And that not much has changed. Oh, that is rich. That is rich
1: that, stuff. That would have got a few chuckles from the audience. of Like, God, this guy is still the guy that we loved this growing up. This is still up. the funniest guy this is in the room. <laughs> has to be. He must have been cutting it up. And, He's you know, a Paul Ride's probably jealous, but also excited to see a friend do well.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you're going to have a comedy hero, make it Breckenmire.
1: Yeah, chuck Brecken on there. He is one for the ages.
2: He's one of my guys. Oh really? So he's in that little that little patch of three. Myers, one of the three guys. My oh. dad, at one end. Yeah. You at the other end. Yeah. Myers somewhere in the middle. Okay. And we've got two yeah two spaces in there mm. that I'm not
1: sure what they could be. Yeah. Well, I got a feeling you could relate to one of them. Could be a guy we're about to fucking discuss. I think you might be Let's right. Let's get straight into the segment that I like to call Breaking Myers frickin' News, yeah. and this is. A press release that was sent out mm-hmm. from... We've just got the let Netflix letterhead on top of it. Official Netflix. It was
2: probably set out, I'm imagining, folded up piece of paper, yep. wax seal with the Netflix N pressed into it. Into a little wax. And you can crack, you crack it open and the wax seal cracks and yep. you go, this is exciting news from Netflix.
1: I'm unraveling something extremely... Interesting, and I'm barring up, it's probably horny. Okay. It's probably horny news for immediate release. I'm going to read you this press release verbatim. Yeah. So far, not that interesting. Next word is going to delight you. Mike. <laughs> 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 and it doesn't end there. Myers wow. to executive produce. Okay, not interesting. And star Oh my God. in... New comedy series for Netflix. Wow. Mike is back. Mike is back. This is our work. I reckon we are at least a tad responsible for this. Yeah. We have to be. We have to be a tad responsible. A
2: tad. Just Just a a tad. tad.
1: Sure, Mike's probably done most of the work to get here. Definitely.
2: It's a a 40-year career. You know, he's like, he's earned it. He's... One of the biggest superstars in the world. He stepped away from the limelight. He yep. earned his way back through small roles. Yeah. Sure, he's done a lot of work, but we've done 69 freaking episodes about and this And we've can't? created
1: murmur around. Mm. You mm. can't get there without murmurs. It's a mainly murmur. It's mainly a, a murmur-based industry, the film industry. Yep. And TV industry, they're linked. A lot of people put them together. Oh, I certainly do. I but, do not. <laughs> that's where we get difference, the mm. two of us. Yeah, I think TV is... Base and juvenile. Yeah, well, this is a perfect... A Base (laughs) and juvenile world is perfect for our hero, Mike, to be playing in. Yeah. Point number one. There are five bullet points in this message. Shit. Point number one. Netflix has ordered a half-hour limited comedy series produced by and starring Mike Myers in which he plays multiple characters yes that is what we have been wanting that's the dream we have we from the start of this we said that we wanted mike to come back perhaps to the small screen where he started out yeah back on those glory i wanted him to
2: rejoin snl cast you wanted him to be back on the cast imagine kate mckinnon bobby moynihan mike myers That would be... Cutting it up together, making fucking viral videos. Imagine,
1: if you will, a wonderful episode of SNL. You've got someone interesting um, hosting the show like, um, I don't know, Mark Zuckerberg or someone who's in the zeitgeist (laughs) right now. You know, someone like Ellen Barkin, perhaps. Yeah. Hosting (laughs) hosting SNL and she... (laughs) is not a comedy person per se. Mm. So they've got her just doing a monologue. And what they do on SNL when they have someone who's not the most uh, funniest cunny in the world to yeah. host the show, they do a Q&A
2: they usually get cast members to pose as audience plants and and get up and ask a question it can
1: confuse you from time to time like is this a real person is this happening for
2: real but then you go no they wouldn't
1: have set up cameras in those shows yeah they wouldn't have put a camera on this person and this person it has like an electric quality about them (laughs) 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 there's no way that they're just an audience member but you can get confused but can you imagine that you got Ellen Barkin up on the screen Mm. she's promoting um, Animal Kingdom the TV series (laughs) that I think she stars in and she he says, "Oh, uh, yep, I'm going to take questions yet yeah, from you." Um, yes, pudgy, uh, pudding-faced guy with uh, tremendously long sleeves covering up most of their hand. Yes, you. And they're like, ooh, I'm horny. And like, hang on a second. I know that guy. I know that guy. That guy's a horny Mike. That was the dream that we wanted. We yeah. wanted Mike to come back and he's playing new characters. Across this journey, we've found Mike Myers doing characters that we didn't even know about before. I'm talking about the MTV 2007 Video yeah. TV Awards or whatever yeah. he was on. Yeah. Uh, 2008, sorry, that he hosted. And he played a wonderful array of characters we'd never seen before that we'd hoped we could see again or see him play with those things. I think um, Tommy Maitland, mm. that was exciting for us because we saw Mike playing a new character. Yeah, and we loved Tommy. We loved Tommy. He's a cheeky monkey. He absolutely is a cheeky monkey. And there's no... there's. I'm going to keep reading for this because there's nothing else where it specifically says what characters they're going to be. It does say all it says is in which she plays multiple characters uh-huh. point number two this is a quote from Mike Myers I love creating characters so he's creating characters <laughs> one would assume that means new and Netflix has given me a fantastic playground to play in hmm. So that's what he's been paid for. He, yep. was, he got paid by giving him a playground that he's playing yeah. in. Uh, usually actors work for money and creators. Mm. I'm, of course, being silly right he's now. He's
2: chosen a playground.
1: Yes. And that makes me think that what of my characters plays in playgrounds?
2: There's that boy from the SNL yes. best Al- of... Yes, alongside Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Nicole. that
1: Philip character Philip the Hyper Hyper Philip, hyper, Philip hyper Kid. the Hyper Hyper. Philip the Hyper Hyper Kid. Perhaps Philip is going to return. Oh As my now a god maybe this is the first clue is that Philip the hyper hypo is getting his own show Exactly there, there has been countless articles written about this today perhaps one by every major publication in the world yeah. has released a mic update article but this is the real one where you've got two um, and by now we are genuinely are um' globally acclaimed investigative journalists
2: yeah we actually are like this yeah. is,
1: this is not a false premise right now we are
2: we started we used to joke that we were way smarter than we are, but we've been proven it's been proven that we yes. are globally successful and admired yes investigative
1: journalists we are that now we're officially nominated for an award we are officially nominated award for our investigative documentary work yeah so we are looking into this much deeper than anyone else has yeah so that's already i'm seeing clue Phil the hyper hyper yep. kid the only my character that has appeared in a playground it's got to be that that's what i'm leaning towards right now and then the next bullet point episodes colon six six episodes six
2: that's great. That's like British style. Exactly. And he's always had a thing for the Brits. He loves the Brits. He's got British dad. Yeah, he's Anima. got British dad. They're Liverpudlian. He's Liverpudlian. He's he's liver pudding faced, <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's and putting liver faced. And he loves. He he spent his teenage years summering in London. Yep. He got into the punk scene. This guy. Loves the way the Brits do business. He's
1: obsessive British shit.
2: He's an Anglophile. Yes, he registered.
1: Funny, he's a registered Anglophile, <laughs> and he would just be b- chomping at the bit.
2: Yeah, and champing at it as well while he's at it, trying to make something that is cool, that is British, that is edgy, and dare I say, horny and sexy. I mean, obviously, there's going to be one horny character at least in this show. Now. Uh, is there any more dot points there? Yes. The next one is... The next two are just producers.
1: Yeah, that's So, okay. executive producers, Mike Myers.
2: Yep, we know that guy.
1: John Lyons. Uh, also.
2: Who's this John Jason Lyons?
1: W- Jason Weinberg. And then followed by the next bullet point, associate producers, Mackenzie Sir. And Justin Capraro-Gentuso.
0: Hmm.
1: I know none of these names. I don't know any of these names. Oh my god, Cameron. Cameron, this <laughs> is okay. I've looked up John Lyons. Um this is actually breaking breaking fucking Myers news right now. Because we may I'm we may have unlocked something right now. Okay. Honest to gosh, right now. Oh, I'm actually freaking out. So John <laughs> Lyons. John Lyons has been because this was another little theory that I had <laughs> popping up in my popping up. Okay, all right, calm down. Okay, take a chill pill. <sighs> Sorry, I I will need to definitely take a chill pill tonight. Um, because right. I reckon let's take an unchill pill. Oh, gosh, I'm 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 copping the side effects of being heavily unchill right now. So I looked up John <laughs> Lyons, J uh, John S. Lyons with a Y for Lyons. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I'm freaking out. You are freaking I, um,
2: out. You're, you're, s- you're babbling. So you're he sweaty.
1: Stu- he got his start mainly as a casting director. Okay. Uh, notable films that he was a casting director for: The Big Lebowski was one oh, of his it. last credits. Hud's like a proxy. Mm-hmm. Um, about, um, Boogie Nights and stuff like that. Uh, but he became a pro- oh no, he became a producer with the films of.
0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm. He produced Hard 8, Boogie Nights. Those are his first two credits as a producer. Then in 1998, he produces a movie that has lived in infamous infamy. The movie Pete's Meteor. Oh my god! He then really? went on to produce Austin Powers, a spy who shagged me. <laughs> Austin Powers <laughs> in Goldmember, Sisters is his last credit. Okay, and The Young Pope on HBO. Oh wow! So nice. he's a Young Pope producer, but he has a history of working with Mike Myers, yeah. a history of working with the great man in his great role as Austin Powers, and that has been one of my little theories. Waking up this morning, thinking this could be something that could involve some of Mike's past characters.
2: Oh, that's my dream. That's what I've been thinking about all morning too.
1: And Mike has been very passionately talking about over the last couple of years, hinting at there being mm. a Dr. Evil movie. Mm-hmm. And I found a quote from Mike Myers when he, uh, I think probably the best quote about him talking about the, the, the possibility of getting to an Austin Four Dr. Evil one, as he was calling mm-hmm. it. um, well, you're going to see Dr. Evil soon somewhere in the culture. That might have been referring to him popping up on like Tonight Show and stuff like mm. that as Dr. Evil. Mm-hmm. The movie, they take a long time to write. They always have. Yeah. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Jay, as in Jay Roach, Austin Powers director, has been cr- super crazy. He's doing a fantastic movie right now and he's wor- that he's working on, but he, it's looking good. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah baby. So I'm I've had this thought that perhaps this is it. This might cuz I don't want to I don't believe there's going to be an Austin Powers 4. No. I honestly don't believe that.
2: I can't see that happening. I can't see Well, this does not happen anymore. Studios don't make those comedies anymore they, they don't, don't They're like, not make know, enough money you know?
1: anchorman happened anchorman 2 happened yeah. i'm talking about zoolander 2 2 lander yeah and, and these
2: are both like i guess considered failures even you though you could have
1: may as well called it no lander it didn't lander
2: it didn't do any
1: business it didn't make it in the industry no although i quite liked it i thought it was funny yeah i like i it enjoyed it yeah. I laughed.
2: But um, maybe we're the demographic Yeah. And we're we're a watch at home exactly demographic for these big ass movies.
1: And I think that Austin it doesn't have the reputation that people like you and I attribute to it yep. in the major mm. uh, the major popular culture. And yes, we've made efforts to change that to bring people onto the right side yeah, of history. Big time. We have been advocates for Mike as his star is back on the rise. Mm. We have helped usher that in.
2: Yeah.
1: Usher Sangya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so,
2: do you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're an idiot. Do you think, um, do you think that this six-part series mm. is going to be a Dr. Evil show?
1: I'm trying to think what it could possibly be. I think... You and I, for us, we've been talking about it on the way here. And, like, like an you know, idea of what I it think could be.
2: The, like, when you hear six part limited series, multiple characters. You think along the lines of like Chris Lilly's show yeah. uh, or like a Little Britain or something, right? Like it's it's a format we've seen done before, but...
1: And I think it just coming in with that Netflix logo on top through that press release, because there's so much press about Chris Lilly's new mm. series that also would be described as a six-part multiple character yeah. series. So that's what that's you immediately what I'm thinking think about, of. But it can't be that.
2: But if it was something else, if it was mainly focused on a character like Dr. Evil and he played some other characters in there for example fat bastard yes or um you know tommy maitland yeah or any of this kind of shit that would make you very happy
1: i don't know because for me it's hard to imagine dr evil changing it up Mm. Those other characters are not interested too much in seeing. I'd be more interested in bringing back characters that we haven't caught up with in, in an even longer time. Okay, remember the long gestating, dating, non-existing Sprocket's movie yeah. project. I would love Dita to come back.
2: I would. I yeah. I wonder what that would even be because remember that Sprockets never came about because he wasn't happy with the script. Yeah. and you know as a result, as we all know, tragically, unfortunately, he did legally have to do Kat Mahat
1: because he turned it down because the script to Sprockets was not up to snuff not up to his high standard and I think maybe let the record show Mike did write the script as well yeah he wrote the script
2: (laughs) but I do think maybe that has something to do with the fact that it's a it's a five minute sketch and how do you drag that out I mean I know he'd he'd done it before with Wayne's World yeah that's a based in reality sort of yeah Dida, I mean, would you want to watch six episodes of Dida from Sprockets? If it was,
1: if for me, if what it was would a be show? perfect. If it was if a show. If
2: it's a fake show. If it's a fake half hour Sprockets show. If it was a, if it was with a guests,
1: fake half hour Sprockets show, that would be so exciting and weird and interesting. Yeah. And because it's like, uh, a, a, that is such an wild and out there avant-garde character. (laughs) Like it literally lives in art, like German art house and German, like weird fake German culture and expressionist horror Mm. and like, you know, silent film techniques and stuff (laughs) and lives in this past. I think that could be, that could be wild to see something like that. Mm. Or what I, it's an idea that I've wanted to see as a TV show for a while is the idea of like, you're watching the show itself is like a TV and it's you flipping through the channels or whatever. Mm. And it's just seeing that. And I think Mike Myers playing multiple characters because so many of his characters are like, talk show hosts and stuff yeah, like that yeah. if we're flipping if we're watching a show we're flipping through like Kroll Show yeah like a Kroll Show type thing mm. we're flipping through and we're seeing a bit of uh, Sprockets with um, with Dita talking to like Kyle McLaughlin or whatever and maybe
2: a little bit of coffee talk with yeah. Linda Richman you got a bit
1: of Linda Richman coming back who is one of Mike's most beloved characters I would as well. love to see that character come back
2: uh, Linda Richman I think is the character that
1: doesn't get talked about enough because yeah. I think it is one of Mike's funniest characters yeah for sure and it's the, it's, it's, it's like on, butter. It is like butter. It is like butter. And I would love to see her, you know, really bring Barbara Streisand in mm. and ask her the tough questions about what she talked about. Michael and maybe Jackson. collab <laughs> with, uh, <yeah. laughs> I would love to see Linda Richmond grill Barbara.
2: Yes, please. I would love that. And Madonna can be there too. Yeah. Madonna and Roseanne Barr coming yeah. back as Madonna's mom. Yeah. I love that.
1: I'd love that. Iconic. Foursome to return to the TV's <laughs> of Mike Myers, Madonna, Roseanne Barr and Barbara, Barbara Streisand. Streisand.
2: That's the I- There's never been a more iconic Foursome. Yes. There hasn't. Since the awesome Foursome, the famous rowers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea who they were They're uh,
2: Australian Olympians oh, yeah, they're Sultana guys, right? <laughs> yeah, you know those guys <laughs> 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 Yeah, uh, so What
1: other characters would you love to see come back Or what do you hope from this show?
2: I'd like to see pretty much all his SNL characters come yeah. back I want to see um, Simon? Simon, the uh, bath kid with Danny DeVito, yeah, the man who famously made you horny.
1: Yeah, that was the first time I got horny. Was young Danny DeVito, yeah, naked in a bath with Mike Myers, yeah. Uh, yeah and that, if that came up, we would conclusively answer: Is Simon the bath boy, yeah. Tommy, Tommy Maitland's, Maitland's son?
2: Yeah, I'd like to get an answer to that. I'd like um, that theater stories. Character guy. Oh, oh yeah, exactly. With Dana Carvey in there yeah. as Mickey Rooney. As Mickey
1: Rooney. I would love that. Steve Martin popping back up. Oh I would love this to be Basically
2: I want it to be that SNL best of uh Mike yes. Myers DVD, but over six episodes.
1: But I would love <laughs> this to be uh, perhaps a project that could be something like Croll Show but for the lost generation of mm. these actors like Mike Myers' comedic heroes mm. that all have taken a step away from the limelight, often most of them to raise their families and stuff. Mm. But, you know, bring like fucking Dana Carvey. Get Dana in there. Get Dana Get in Kevin there. Kevin
2: Nealon in there. Kevin Nealon. You know, people like Jane Curtin. Oh, Jan- Janine Garofalo. Janine Garofalo. Laura Kaitlinger, Get her up there. She's hilarious. Sherry O'Terry. Oh, I'd love to see Sherry O'Terry in I here. love seeing Sherry. I would love
1: to see Sherry O'Terry on... With Mike. Kristen Johnston would be fucking oh amazing my God, on there. She's amazing. Ivana Hump a lot. Ivana on my TV a lot.
2: Yes, please. Thank you very much. I want to see some other stars. I want to see Adam Sandler collaborating yes. with Mike Myers. We've never seen them together. I'd love to see Jim Carrey, Michael McKeon. I oh want to see um, Chris Farley back from the dead. I
1: would love to see David Spade on oh
2: there. Oh, my God. Marone Oh
1: Marone I'd love to see Will Ferrell I'd like to see Mark Marone I would love to see Mark up on there Interviewing <laughs> Interviewing <laughs> Linda Richman Yeah Flipping it on her yeah. And asking her The tough questions
2: Finally I would love to I would love it to be A show that is Populated by all these Fabulous comedy stars Of the 90s That you don't see Enough of anymore yeah. That would be Exciting for me That would make me Feel good Yeah I would like that a lot. Thank it would be you. a
1: return to form. It would be it, it. would be everything for me.
2: So do we want this to be, and this is a, I guess we're getting to a deeper philosophical question yeah. here. Do we want this to be something nostalgic or do we want this to be something that's new and edgy Cunning and groundbreaking? Edge.
1: That's such a tough question. Because it Cause feels like, like we're really
2: want? talking about old SNL here. Yeah. Like we want it to be, which cool at the time old was sketches.
1: cool and cutting edge. But you know,
2: now right? we're, that's a nostalgia trip. Mm. So do we want that? Or do we want to see Mike doing some new shit?
1: Well, that's a tough thing because with these guys from the past, you want to see them do the hits a lot of mm. the time. Mm. Like I, I think back on the Martin Short and um, Steve Martin... Martin I got confused because they have the same name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. the Their double act show that was released mm. on Netflix where it was just like, just them doing what felt like very classic jokes yeah. between them and classic like stage patter, two. it was these like, two. Oh,
2: hello, but for real, exactly. <laughs> it really was.
1: And that was an absolute delight. Yeah, I, I prefer them. like, and if you compare them, that is, that's, that's a great comparison. Oh, hello. And that, yeah. But oh, hello is very much cutting edge mm-hmm. for my new people that are on the absolute forefront of what comedy is in the world. Yeah. now. Uh, and you watch and then you watch the Steve Martin and Martin short one and it's people that were there you know 40 years ago yeah. 30 years ago doing that and i like both just as much yeah but it's do you want to see someone like mike working with hot hot new talent creative talent like someone like mike o'brien from snl who mm. makes really weird snl sketches mm. or the lonely island do you mm. want him in that mode or, or like do you want kate him- or something yeah or do you want him mm. more with jay roach like doing what they've always I done i
2: guess i want him doing what he's always done really i don't know if i want to see him partnered up with younger talent i want to see him pulling out like fricking Rob Lowe to be in something and just weird character shit. And maybe some characters we've seen before, maybe some characters that are new, but feel familiar. Yeah. I think that's what I want. I I kind of want it to be comfort food. Yeah. I don't want it to be like, um, who is America where I was genuinely uncomfortable and scared about what was going to happen every time Sasha was on screen.
1: But that's a good thing as well. That like, I loved who is America Mm. I would like that was something when I saw that I felt very similarly to this Mm. when the news broke of what that project was. Yeah, uh, to to find out that I got to see something that I never thought I would see again. Mm. Ali G Show for me was like the one of the most formative texts of my Mm. life, and I never thought I would ever see Sacha Baron Cohen get the chance to do that again. (laughs) And to see him like actually do it was. Like, you know, it felt like one of the rare occurrences of life to ever happen again. Yeah. And I would love, I think what I would love is for, this is something that we haven't seen for a while where Mike holds all the cards. Yeah. So this this is a Mike instigated project. It stars Mike Myers. He is, it would sound like, the auteur of this project, yes. as he is the producer, mm. it's that's what it's saying. It's produced by Mike Myers and stars him. It starts out by saying that to show that this is a, mic instigated this is a project. Mike instigated project. It's a Mike project. It's a Mike project, and I think that is what excites me the most. Mm. Is that this has been perhaps an idea that's been long gestating
2: because
1: mm. it's we've been theorising what it could be. It could be. It really could be anything. There's nothing here. If we look at other long gestate, uh, other long gestating Mike projects that just never came to be, there's the sprocket ones that we talked about. There was also um, the Guru, which Mm. not the Love Guru. Mm. I pray this isn't like a extended Guru universe or anything (laughs) like that. But if this was, um, you know, the Dell close by pick that he was working on, that's something that didn't happen. I don't think it's going to be something like that. But it kind of shows that Mike has been kind of. He's been looking more inward, I think, because all his projects that like broke out were they were like inward reflections like Wayne's world was Mm. very much what his twenties were. Mm -hmm. And then Austin Powers was a reflection of what his dad's taste was. And then Shrek was uh, not an auteur project for Mike, but it was for children. Mm -hmm. It was for the children that he would have. Mm -hmm. And he found the way that he connected through with that movie and that text was interpreting his mother's bedtime stories and the voices that she would do for them and stuff. And so he's someone that reflects inward for his work. And I think, The Love Guru and then the documentary Mm -hmm. Supermensch, The Mm. Legend of Shep Gordon... And the Love Guru, his last big project, I because I, you can't say the Gong Show is a Mike or turd project. No. He made with it what he wanted. He wanted yeah. like this kind of pranky element that would harken back to the original Gong Show and stuff like mm-hmm. that by having like a prank it kind of aspect involved in it. Um, but Supermensch and the Love Guru as his last projects that were on this big scale at all mm. or personal scale for him, they're both, I think, about an inner spirituality Mm. and i feel like do you think mike has moved past that phase of his career where what he's he's moved from memory to spiritual in the works that we've analyzed do you think he's still in that mode where he's seeking something like that like seeking the solace i feel like he may have found
2: it i feel like he he's gotten there he had the child Mm. after supermensch i think as well so i think maybe he's moved beyond looking for a reason to be alive or a purpose yep. he's got it so now I think maybe he's moved into fun territory yeah gong show for all its faults was clearly a bit of fun mm,
1: yes of course a
2: um, bit of silliness uh, them in these two movies that we haven't seen he's playing heavily made up characters yep. clearly just something he enjoys and this is a chance for him to make six more characters potentially maybe even more. So I think maybe he's just moved into I'm um, I've found my peace and now I'm gonna yeah share my gift again with everyone. That's what I really hope it is. I really I th- I
1: hope you're right. And I think that I think you're onto something. Saying it's about him wanting fun again mm. and him to bring the control back to himself and have that that fun under his guys under his mm. under his creative decisions. And I'm thinking that one project that we haven't talked about is. Do you remember that Fred Armisen? Oh, yeah. The, it was like the New Romantics. I loved
2: the sound of that. That was cool. It was him and Fred uh, as a band, a sort of like 80s-inspired New Romantic band, New Wave. Yeah. And they played some live shows. And, and there's a some, little bit of footage online. A little bit of footage. about of like it. six minutes in total. Yeah, yeah, of them kind of playing some songs together. I loved the idea of that. And nothing ever really came of that.
1: I always thought that it was going to be something like for documentary now. Mm. I kind of, I always thought that's what it was going to be that they were going to do like a mm. documentary, a fake, you know, spinal tap style documentary yeah. about something like that. Wouldn't it be cool if that was part of this? That's what I'm really hoping because I feel like that's. That was like a big thing mm. for you know us to read about that these two these two bizarre introverted um, mm. you know comedy creators with ego were doing something so small scale mm. where they were just doing these local gigs where they created this fake band that was just the two of them <laughs> and playing around and doing stuff like that. I feel like that could be something. I feel like music would have to be involved. I would like, love all of to his see stuff, that. Music is so involved. Ming T. Yeah, the guy last year he played with fucking Neil Finn. Yeah, they played BBC. Yeah, that was crazy. Like I, I feel like music would have to be involved in some way.
2: I gotta say, I really hope the Fred Armisen thing is a part of this. I, yeah. I, I loved that little idea. Yeah, if it was something like
1: that, and I just, I don't know. It, it at the moment it's this weird in this weird. Space of speculation, Hmm. where all we can do is speculate on what Mm -hmm. this could be. And
2: I pray
1: that it's funny. I think... What if it was a drama? No, he did. they did say comedy. (laughs) (laughs) They did say it was comedy. He's
2: created multiple
1: drama characters. Yeah, that would be just a few new monologues from Mike. (laughs)
2: Man, I'm excited, Cameron. What a, what a way to
1: wake up this morning.
2: I know. What a way to wake up and, uh, you know, what a way to go to bed, knowing that we've got more Mike to look forward I,
1: to. Yeah, tomorrow is going to be a brighter day. And honestly, it's made me so fucking horny to be here with you today. Dude, I'm horny as fuck. Again. It's official. Um, I could not be. I mean, I've been in situations where I have been hornier, yes. Yeah, well, we've all been private. there. They've been private, but this has been the horniest public I've ever been. Because I've got a raging joy boner right now that yeah. we've got more mic. I'm swinging. I'm absolutely I'm swinging right swinging now. I'm actually swinging
2: as well. I'm swinging.
1: I think that while we learn more about this, do you think we should open the vault for a little bit more? What do you want to do? Do you think mic check, dare I say it, Maybe back? I think it might be a little bit back. I think Myshek's a little bit back right I now. I think because
2: what we've got to do is we've got to do Terminal. Yes. That's official. We've got to do the five minutes of bow Rap that yeah. he's in. we just got to track down those five minutes. If
1: someone can... If there's a brave horny baby out there that can enlist himself to watch Bo Rap and take a note of the exact times Mike <laughs> is in the movie, <laughs> I would appreciate that.
2: Um, And any other little moments that we get uh, breaking Mike news and... Um Brecken Meyer news and and any little tidbits about this. I think we should dive in. And I think it's an opportunity to carve it up here and there. Yeah, little semi regular Mike moments. Yeah. I think
1: I think this is the most back we've been. (laughs) This is the honestly the news. Like Mike was in an Oscar winning film that we rejected. Yeah. And this is giving us what we've wanted. Yeah. This was our goal. It does feel things.
2: like we're getting closer to a goal. And you know what? Someone tweeted at me just before we press record on yeah. this. Is that this Netflix show is also probably the closest opportunity that you and I will get to interview Mike Myers. When he is on the press circuit yeah. for the show. When he does his Australian press. Yeah. I doubt he'll come here, but he'll probably do some phoners. Yeah. This could be our chance to interview Mike Myers. We uh, if you have any way for us to get to Mike
1: Myers. This is a call out right now. Mm. If anyone has any kind of contact into the world of Mike Myers in any way, mm. we would fly to America to meet him. Yeah, we'll do it. And we would love to pay for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we would even do that.
1: Yeah, we'll even we'll even pay for it.
2: That's how willing we
0: are
1: I honestly would do it tomorrow If I found out I could Mick Mike Mick Mike If you found out you could Mick Mike If I could Mick Mike tomorrow That would be scary shit I think this is it This is We've been building to this (laughs) We have been building to Getting Mike back on our screens In the way that he wanted And it is so On his terms
2: and on our terms And
1: that's what we said on the first episode On his terms and our terms And this is it I think we're getting there Cameron, my horny baby, we uh, <laughs> it's happening. I Honestly, I've never been more horny.
2: Well, let's try and keep our joy boners
1: up. Okay, swing it up. Swing it up. That is all we have to say. Well, I'm leaving on the most uplifted moment of my life. What else can people find out about us while they're waiting for the next episode to drop?
2: Well, we're always making Total Reboot episodes, so <laughs> tune into Total Reboot. At the moment, we're in the middle of a Hellboy Yeah. Special. Yes. We're talking all about that famous Hellboy. The guy who's so the opposite of horny, he freaking shaves his horns off. Yeah. This guy actually (laughs) shaves his horns down.
1: He's one of the least horny characters The least horny
2: characters to ever exist. Uh, Finding Drago, if you haven't listened to that, listen to Finding Drago. It's a globally critically acclaimed podcast that we
1: have been nominated for an award for. Yeah. Mike, 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 Check was the original investigative podcast that we did, yep. but we went to the big times. We went to
2: the big times on this one. Um, I'm doing my solo stand-up show at the Sydney Comedy Festival mm-hmm. and at Newcastle Comedy Festival. Yep. Tickets are available online and they are moving quickly. And I would love you to come because it will be a little bit horny. If you want to see me be
1: horny, I have got on the twenty sixth of April next Friday. Uh, it's the sixth anniversary of Green Comedy Nights. Oof. Me and Nick Malian are emceeing as always, uh, and Sam Campbell is headlining. It's going to be yes. a fucking awesome night. Great, many favorites going to be there. Cameron, are you going to do it? I'd love to. I'd love to drop in and okay. drop off. Okay, drop off the planet. Yeah. Okay. guess. <laughs> yeah, absolutely wasted. It's going to be a crazy night. So come do that. It's only ten bucks. Um, put the reservations and stuff for both of our shows in the show notes you can buy tickets or reserve seats or whatever hell yeah dude oof I- honestly i'm really excited that yeah we're a little bit back we're a little bit back
2: it's my chair it's my
1: check. the podcast that Mike Files-